arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Well, good morning and welcome to Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick and I have the pleasure this morning of speaking with Tracy Furman, the Narrative Lab Manager at Public Media Network. Good morning. Good morning. And our very own Kim Shaw, our Programs Director. Good morning. Good morning. So, uh, the question we like to ask on this radio show, what's your favorite morning beverage? Oh, I am coffee. Okay. Coffee with a touch of cream, no sugar, please. Okay, yeah. That works. Just yeah. one? Is that, Just that one cup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, my little coffee machine is little. It's like okay. a mini one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How about you, Kim? I am a coffee with uh, cream and something sweet. I I am really working on maybe trying the black coffee thing, but there is some resistance. well i can understand that because sometimes the caffeine is is not enough right right right. (laughs) all right our next art hop is right around the corner friday september 1st and the theme is storytelling kim can you talk a little bit about this month's theme um yes so uh storytelling touches everything it's how we learn about history it's how we learn about our families um culture Storytelling entertains us in words, movies, books, theater. Storytelling is music. And it can be expressed without words at all in illustrations or the murals we see around town and in in a wide variety of the visual arts as well. Right, right. So really, art is storytelling Mm and just in lots of different mediums. And I'm glad that we are celebrating that and reminding people that uh that is the root of um celebrating art yes yes and that it is storytelling can you talk about how many stops we will enjoy this month and in what neighborhoods yes and i am so excited about this because it is labor day weekend and we have 30 stops which feels really exciting uh includes 50 plus artists And I want to take a moment to recognize that there are seven of those stops are hosting big groups of individuals collaborating on shows. Um, Some examples of these are in our very own Weston Gallery, we have the EFA Teaching Artists, and at BICE we have Voices of Youth, and there's a youth art exhibit at the Black Arts and Cultural Center as well. This means that our participation could be close to about 100 artists participating hmm. for our art hop in Vine, Bronson Park, Eastside, Northside, and the Central Business District. Oh, and also downtown Kalamazoo, of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's a big art hop. It's spread yeah. out a little bit, which is nice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Tracy, you're one of the stops. Yeah, Public Media Network, you're going to be on the second floor of the Epic Center this year. Can you describe a little bit about that project, uh, what we're going to experience if we attend? Yeah, I'd love to. So storytelling um, also includes video and audio, Mm -hmm. as you mentioned. So our project is a collective of five different storytellers and a videographer, 
a photographer and two curators. Okay. And the collective is our, we're invited storytellers. These are not like asking somebody on the street what they're thinking. Mm, okay. It's um, it's very, uh, everybody received all the invited participants, the storytellers. They're not professional, they're not experts. They were people we chose and invited to create a variety of different points of view and people. Mm-hmm. And all of them were given pretty deep contemplative prompts mm-hmm. to prep for their piece. And, um, and yet each story is really different from the next. Each one is really personal and um, came out really different. Mm-hmm. The visitors will have this pretty interesting experience. We were going to have headphones so that you are interacting in a way intimately and personally with the storyteller um, as you go around and travel from station to station listening and watching the stories. And at the end, a participatory piece, an opportunity to, to record your own story. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you mentioned something there about uh, having invited storytellers, invited narratives, um, but that they're not experts per se. And I do know that there is um, training involved in storytelling, official storytelling, if you're a theater artist or um, uh, a linguist. But it occurs to me that uh, none of us are really experts, and yet we are of our own narrative. So I'm interested if you can give us a little sneak peek in terms of the narratives that we're going to hear. You said you gave them pretty deep prompts. Is, are these based on personal experiences that they're going to give to us? Values, thoughts, concepts? All of those. Okay. All of those. The Narrative Lab Uh really taps into stories as humanizing issues. Okay. Because PMN is an information hub for the community. Um, The stories that humanize issues are are that relatable and personal piece Mm -hmm. that's built into... um, us as humans, our desire to communicate. Sure, sure. And it also, stories build empathy and they also build hope mm-hmm. in a way that news does not. Right. Um, so the narratives are designed to get people to talk about their human, um, personal, lived experience mm-hmm. in a way that engages the community, that communicates and inspires action. Mm-hmm. It's a really important part of uh, what. The, the narrative lab does and what public media does. Yeah. And yeah, traditional news doesn't do that. Like it sure, just gives sure. the information. <laughs> but the narrative process peels back the layers of that lived experience mm-hmm. to get to the gem of like, what does this issue really mean to me? Sure, sure. Yeah, that idea, and, and I think it probably goes more further or deeper than just opinion, this is what I think, but rather this is my lived experience and this is how these issues have affected me personally. Exactly. So in that way, the five people, if we come to Art Hop and we listen to their stories, they are experts because it's their personal narrative. Yeah. Yeah. And those can be fascinating, right, in terms of uh, how we connect with those. Either never had that experience or, geez, I had the same experience or a similar one. Um, can you give us a, maybe a sneak peek, and maybe you can't, but can you tell us a little bit about who, who our storytellers are? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they are P- 
people uh, in the community. One, actually one isn't. One's the mother of the videographer. Oh, okay. um, her narrative is actually in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And she had an ex- she's from the Dominican Republic and experienced a coup. Okay. And what that f- felt like mm-hmm. and how she, living in the States now, reflects on how different and how people here have no clue about how nasty it can get yeah. and how scary it can be. Yeah. Um, so there's a little sneak peek. There. Okay. All right. But all of them are really interesting because yeah, they're sure. so different from each other. Yeah. And then you said we have the opportunity to leave our own uh, narrative to record something. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to be on the second floor. We're on the second floor in the atrium. So we have a nice spread out feel. Okay. Yeah. All right. At the Epic Center. Um, I also understand that there are many community media stations across the country that have called for a collective democracy day. And I'm wondering how that relates to your narrative projects. Yeah, the project is called the Democracy Story Project. And I haven't uh, addressed that that is the issue that each story does address. Oh, okay. Um, It's our PMN's response to International Day of Democracy, Mm -hmm. which raises public awareness to promote and uphold the principles of democracy. And... Two years ago, the Center for Cooperative Media launched an an initiative asking local journalists in the United States, places like Public Media Network and CNN, all of them, um, to report better and to report more Mm -hmm. uh, on the current crisis facing democracy in the United States. So we participated last year, and this year, Art Hop and the Democracy Story Project is our response to that call. Okay. All right. We have to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Tracy Furman, who's the Narrative Lab Manager for the Public Media Network, and our own Programs Director, Kim Shaw. We'll be right back. Are you a student? Artist, musician, actor, theater technician, producer, or director? Are you new to the art scene in Kalamazoo County? Or maybe you've been an artistic mainstay in the community for years. No matter what discipline you engage in or how experienced you are, the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo has resources for you. Becoming a member provides an avenue to connect with your peers, access to grants and sponsorship resources, as well as free promotional tools to get the word out about you and your work. Membership is open to students, individuals, and organizations. There's even a special pricing for educational institutions. To find out more about becoming a member of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, go to their website at kalamazooarts.org and click the Membership tab. That's kalamazooarts.org and click the Membership tab. You won't be sorry. This message provided by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. This is WKZO. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO. And we're back. I am here talking with Tracy Furman, Narrative Lab Manager for Public Media Network, and our own Programs Director, Kim Shaw. Welcome back to both of you. Thank you. And before the break, we were talking about September Art Hop, 
and public media networks participation with a stop to explore narratives on identity and democracy. So uh, remind me, Democracy Day is or it's National Democracy Day, yes? It is international, actually. International, thank you. Yeah, and it lands on September 15th. Okay. And so this project um, about uh, uh, creating space for narratives, um, specifically on this topic, but on other topics, is really seems to be integral to the mission of Public Media Network, creating that access. So mm -hmm. can you talk a, bit, a little bit about PMN's mission and how people gain access? Absolutely. Um, yeah, Public Media Network is, in a word, community, right? It's community media. The entire history of community media is based on the grassroots concept of placing media, technology, and access and platforms into the hands of our citizens. Uh, so indeed, giving voices to all, um, directly into the hands of people. So video art, video activism, mm -hmm. um, those kind of collectives have popped up all over the country for many, many years, actually really starting in the 19, 1960s. And the way it relates to current, you know, hands and uh, having media in the hands of the people sounds like, yeah, everybody does. We have a phone, you know, we can mm -hmm. upload anything anywhere. But I'd like to point out that, that it is a bit of a misconception because when you upload to Facebook or YouTube from your phone, um, those platforms are only interested in content that will produce some sort of profit for them. Right. You know, will this content attract people that will buy things? Mm -hmm. Really, that is the, the a description of <laughs> of those those platforms. The difference with our platform, as truly accessible to the whole community, is that we are not gatekeepers. We are one hundred percent free speech. So nobody's looking for content that is a on a specific topic with a specific view, mm -hmm. i.e. anyone can say anything they want, hopefully for the benefit of themselves <laughs> and the community right. um, at Public Media Network. Right. I was uh, actually, um, because we had some of your colleagues on about six months ago to talk about uh, Public Media Network <clears throat> and their, um, and and the different ways in which you can gain access. And I'm, I always forget that I know that you can just come up here and create content for free. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that it, to me is pretty amazing. Can you, I know there are three levels of participation that, that you can have here at uh, PMN. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because obviously the, the most accessible one is for free and the content goes up on your channels. Yeah. But there are two others. Yeah. So, um, as community access, community television, you know, you think of it's a station, but mm -hmm. it, it's so much more than that. So we have, um, we are really trying to build community more than be a television station. Mm -hmm. So um, it's less about the TV, more about the community <laughs> building. Um, our, our model, just to talk about the complimentary free model, is like a library um, <laughs> in that sense that anyone can come in and borrow equipment, technology, 
pretty, pretty state-of-the-art. Oh, yeah. Um, and as well as the facility and the equipment, as well as access to that support and teaching, which is really important because you might not know how to use everything, um, mentoring, workshops, classes, and fellowships to produce meaningful, really high-quality content. Yeah. Um, all of that is accessible, uh, complementary when that material is uploaded for our platforms for the public. And you as the producer can tell the world that you've made this piece and, I, and that you want people to watch it and here's where it's gonna be. Sure. Um, that's an important little piece. The, we also have, if you're, for example, a business or a startup production company, or you wanna make a commercial for your business, or maybe you want to borrow some equipment um, to shoot a wedding. Mm -hmm. um, that is something that would fulfill your needs and your financial well-being and build your business, and we support you as well. Um, for that, however, because it's not for the benefit of the community, but more for the individual, uh, we have a very reasonable fee, hourly, mm -hmm. daily fee for those folks. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and uh, Arts Council members, I'm going to just put a little plug in for our own members, <laughs> actually get a discount with Public Media Network. Mm -hmm. So if you are a, out there listening right now and you are a member of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, you can use the equipment or services up here for free, but then in the paid services, you can also get at a discount here at Public Media Network. Um, so again, you're going to be on the second floor at the Epic Center for Art Hop on Friday, September 1st from uh, 5 to 8 p.m. Will uh, any of the folks that were storytelling be with you that night? I haven't gotten complete uh -huh. confirmations, yeah. but yes, they're all invited. They might be there for part or more, okay. all of it. But all right. They're, they're in video, so yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully they'll be joining us as well. Okay, all right. Kim, what else are we going to see on Art Hop on Friday, September 1st? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> there's something very exciting coming to Kalamazoo. KVCC, our Center for New Media downtown, is hosting Ernie Panicholi, one of hip-hop's most legendary photographers, is coming to our town. He has captured the evolution of hip-hop over five decades. Wow. It's the 50th anniversary this year of hip-hop. Mm, this month, uh, I think. Yeah, he is coming. He, there will be a reception uh, later in September. He's going to speak at Western, but they mm -hmm. are going to have that gallery chocked full of work. Um, also, MRC will be sharing the work of their wonderful artists. They just completed a beautiful makeover on their downtown store, and so if you haven't had a chance to come down and see it, I highly recommend and then we have a new venue on the Art Hop for the first time, uh, Salon Noir, mm. which is at 121 East Michigan Avenue. They will ha uh, be hosting Ben Lyon, who is a local artist and musician, who is a veteran illustrator of the punk rock scene. Cool. And then I have one extra little thing that I found out right before this interview. Uh, yeah. Glass Art Kalamazoo, which is in the Park Trade Center, is going to be having a mini glass blowing battle. 
Battle of the Dirt, Glass. Battle of the Glass. Battle it's a glass little mini battle. mini battle. They All have right. three artists highlighted, so that's oh, another that thing. Fun. And there, it's open for uh, participation, all ages. Oh, that that's great. Yeah, fun. there's going to be element for all ages, so that's exciting. That does sound fun. Mm-hmm. And we have our last Haymarket concert coming up as well, uh, After Hop concert. We do. Um, and our After Hop concert, uh, this last one, features the Out of Favor Boys. That will be from 7.30 to 9 p.m. If you have not been to the Haymarket Plaza, um you will find that on the corner of Michigan Avenue and Edwards. It's tucked right behind the WL Social House and Trace Star and LKF, right back there. Okay. And how can we find out more about Public Media Network, Tracy? Yeah, I always direct people right to our website, which has, like, everything. Mm-hmm. So publicmedianet.org. Okay. Again, um, our actual facility is on the third floor of the Epic Center. Mm-hmm. So we'll, um, people could jog from our exhibit <laughs> up to the third floor to check it out if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, our content is accessible on live TV, on Roku, Apple TV, Fire TV, and on your mobile device as well, just if, to uh, tell people that. All right, so you can come September 1st from 5 to 8, say hi to Tracy in person. She'll be there at the tables uh, helping you listen and see those narratives that they have captured. And, um, oh, just to say, Lem Lem Montero, as well as Allison... uh, I'm blanking on her last name. That's all right. So Lem and Allison will be with you from yes, PMN as well? It w- they will. That's great. Okay. Kim, where can we find out everything about Art Hop? The Ka- September one. The September one. Well, we, KalamazooArtHop.org. We have our very own website for the Art Hop. Right. But um, I highly recommend checking out and staying in tune with Facebook and Instagram because mm-hmm. there's some really fun content. We'll be highlighting who is uh, going to be coming. And I do want to just take a second to mention when you come for the Art Hop, please come up to the third floor and see the Public Media Network. It's such a beautiful and fun and welcoming space. And I think that it's like a you know, little gem that more people need to come in and experience. So, so true, so yeah. true. I've been talking this morning with Tracy Furman, the Narrative Lab Manager for Public Media Network and Programs Director Kim Shaw. Thank you both for joining me this morning. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. Summer is almost over, but the arts are still growing strong. Whether it's a live outdoor concert, a riveting piece of theater, or a beautiful ballet, Kalamazoo has everything you'd want in an arts and culture scene. In fact, arts and culture have always been a cornerstone of what makes Kalamazoo a great place to work and live. As a service organization, the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo has been proud to serve Kalamazoo since 1966. And they're still here serving artist organizations and connecting artists to our community. If you want to know what's happening in the local arts scene, please visit the website kalamazooarts.org and click on the calendar to plan on your next experience. That's kalamazooarts.org. And help amplify the arts in our community. Now you know. Please... Join us next week for another installment of The Creative Cafe, brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo.